All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. Happy Monday to you. Over the next few minutes, we'll tell you everything that you need to know at the start of your day so that you can start on the right foot. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime. Today is the 7th of August. First up, the highlight of the week is likely to be the outcome of the scheduled meeting of the RBI Monetary Policy Committee. Expectations are building that the RBI is likely to continue with the pause on key interest rates at its review as concerns on the inflation front and keeping the borrowing costs stable to maintain economic growth momentum persist. The outcome of the next meeting will be out on Thursday. Remember, we've now seen two consecutive pauses in the interest rates during the meetings that were conducted in April and June. Moving on, this Sunday, Prime Minister Narendra Modi laid the foundation stone for redevelopment of 508 railway stations across the country via video conferencing. These 508 stations are spread across 27 states and union territories, including 55 each in Uttar Pradesh and Rajasthan, 49 in Bihar and 44 in Maharashtra. The redevelopment will come at a cost of 24,470 crore rupees and will provide modern passenger amenities along with ensuring well-designed traffic circulation, intermodal integration and well-designed signage for guidance of passengers. In other news, the central government is likely to increase the dearness allowance for its over 1 crore employees and pensioners by 3 percentage points to 45% from the existing 42% as per the agreed formula for the purpose. That's a report by the PTI. The hike will be effective from the 1st of July. In earnings, you should take a look at the public sector banks. They've had yet another strong quarter with profit more than doubling to 34,774 crore rupees. A lion's share is, of course, accounted for by State Bank of India, but quite a few banks have managed net interest margins of over 3%. This is a far cry from the performance of previous years with asset quality finally under control. Hiring by India's top IT exporters is expected to drop by nearly 40% year-on-year in the current financial year. And that's according to a report by the Economic Times, which quoted the chief executive officer of Team Lease Digital. It also quoted data from staffing firm Exfino, which said that the IT services majors are estimated to hire between 50,000 to 1 lakh employees during the current year. In corporate news, ONGC is planning to set up two oil-to-chemical plants in India to convert crude oil directly into high-value chemical products. This is a reaction to the energy transition that's playing out globally. And speaking of alternative sources of energy, I was reading a Bloomberg report that said that the US government lab that reached a milestone in nuclear fusion last year has repeated that achievement after multiple failures and that was to achieve a controlled reaction that yielded more energy than it took to produce. Being able to reproduce the December 5th breakthrough may bring the world one step closer to using fusion, which powers the stars and has long been seen as the ultimate prize in the quest for clean and abundant energy. But the future likely remains years off if it happens at all. In more international news, Pakistan's former Prime Minister, 
Imran Khan will not be able to run for elections scheduled to be held in November after he was convicted of hiding the proceeds from selling state gifts when he was in power. The ex-cricket star was arrested on Saturday after a court sentenced him to three years in prison. Khan, who denies any wrongdoing and faces more than 170 other cases, will challenge the decision in a higher court. He won't be able to take part in any elections for five years and is ineligible to hold public office. In international markets, Asian markets are muted at the start, with the early rises trading in the red. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. The highlight is likely to be the monetary policy review this week. But what else are you watching this morning? Good morning, Alex. Well, if you ask me, frankly, uh, seems to be a bit of foregone conclusion, the MPC. But yes, the commentary certainly something to look forward to. So I think people will be keeping a keen eye out for that. You're right. Um, Asia is off to a muted start, though the the Nasdaq futures or the Dow futures as well are trading mildly in the green, which is actually a good sign. You know, uh, from our market's perspective, prices holding out near the levels of recent swing lows could be considered a small positive for the bulls. We got that small uptick on Friday, which kind of helps. But very likely that we meander around select levels with sharp swings on either side. Um, and uh, when I looked at themes which um, people are betting on over the weekend, I was speaking to a few people as well. It's very likely that the more of the same continues. So you might have pharma still holding the best cards or the manufacturing space is still um, being on top. Whereas FMCG looking very mixed technically. Uh, commentary in rural uptake is a common thread across managements, but that notwithstanding, uh, selectively things look slightly wobbly. So let's wait and watch what happens there. FIs, of course, remain net sellers for the seventh session in row, which kind of keeps even the banks bogged down. But let's wait and watch. Interesting day of numbers. Obviously, now with the with every passing day, the nifty names will be lower. But today there is Alkalamines, uh, there is uh, Gland Pharma, Godrej Consumer Products, one more FMCG name. Uh, important to hear from them. The railway space would be excited with Jupiter Wagons coming out with numbers. Electra Green Tech and Paris Defense uh, bring up the high moving com- stocks as well. And PV FinTech from the FinTech space would be, or rather the tech space would be important as well. So clutch of names to watch out for, including Tata Chemicals and Torrent Pharma. But lots of stocks in focus today. I'll quickly run through a large list. So government has approved spending about 1.4 lakh crores on rural broadband project. Um, so like tech and HFCL would be key names that could benefit. Aurobindo has gotten zero observations and a classification of no action initiated from USFDA inspection in Telangana. So that could be important, as would be CIPLA, which has uh, got a bit of an, um, you know, flying in on print uh, kind of news, in an otherwise strong uptrend. So divergent news for both Aurobindo and CIPLA. But the import of electronics such as laptops and pieces uh, DGFT said that it will be allowed till 31st without a license. So in some sense, the optimism around Dixon and Optimus uh, is, is continuous because post-October 31st, there will be a positive. But until then, I mean, the immediate thing has been changed and thereby it's been a frantic rally into each these stocks. But who knows, may come off a bit today. NDTV could be in focus. It's received government's permission to uplink and downlink four news channels in regional languages. 
maybe that stock reacts today. That's not a disclaimer. It's a part of the Dani group, which owns PQ Prime as well. Um, and ABB India will consider giving a special dividend on August 11th board meeting. So that could be in focus. Some other stocks on results. Uh, so Britannia, very poor volume growth. So that stock certainly will be in focus. Net profit, uh, lower than estimated. Margins, slightly lower than estimated. So could correct a little bit. BHEL, revenues were up 8.29%, but EBITDA loss of 539, the estimates was 92 crores. Net loss 343, the estimates were 149 crores. Could come off at the Tabilla fashion. Uh, margins at 9.14%, net loss of 141 crores was the profit of 99 crores. Could react a little bit, so watch out for that one. Um, Rain Industries, revenues down 16%, PAT down 70%, margins at 14 versus 21.7%. Gujarat Ambuja exports, revenues down 8%, net profit down 38%, margins at 8.7 versus 13%. So all of these could react negatively. What could do well? Maybe, maybe. PG Electro passed, um, net profit was up 46%, margins at 8.37 versus 4.88. The revenues were down 25%. And similar uh, thing for Phineotex Chemicals and Shipping Corporation of India, when revenues were down, but margins showed a sharp uptick. So watch out for each of these. Then um, CE Infosystems, revenues better than estimated, EBITDA better than estimated, margins better than estimated, and net profit better than estimated. So CE Info could react positively. Delivery has done really well uh, relative to what it has done in the past. Revenues up 10%. More importantly, EBITDA loss narrows, net loss narrows as well. It's applied. It's appointed an NYU professor as a, as a director. So watch out for delivery. Uh, Tata Investment had some stellar numbers, so that stock could react. Gujarat Florochem, a mixed bag, revenues were down, net profit was down, uh, lower than estimated as well, but margins did slightly better, so could do well. And the PSU banks, uh, brokerages have given a thumbs up to their numbers, so BOB, SBI, etc. could be in focus. Lots of stocks to react, let's see how they do. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. <laughs>